Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Podcast with your host, Right Worship Brother George Mudry. Worship Brother Joe. Brother Alex. Did you forget your fucking name down there? <laughs> He's nervous. It's his He's first nervous. time. It's his first time. We'll <laughs> You're always nervous your first time. Uh, yeah. I have to apologize. I have a little bit of a head cold or something going on. I got it's I'm getting over it, but it's all up in my, my schnot locker, so Oh. Interesting. I feel a little jammed up today. And if you're hearing the noise in the back room, they're they're doing a, a Master Mason rehearsal. So if you hear a lot of yelling, swearing, and that's debauchery. Okay. Well, it's debauchery. It's usually how a rehearsal goes. So, uh, hey, what's going on, Josh Gray, Justin Michael? Today we're going to be doing an uh, interesting one, and uh, I found this, thought about it. And uh, we're going to be going on to Quora, which is like a blogger website or whatever, and we're going to be, people are putting up their pros and cons of Freemasonry. Oh, so we're going to be making, cons. we're going to be, uh, not, I want to say making fun. All right. We're going to be dissecting their pros and cons of Freemasonry. And, uh, we're going to go from there. But first, Oh boy. Likes. Do we have we likes? Got, we do we do have, have, we have a couple, do we have jokes, Apple reviews and stuff like that. Like I got jokes. <laughs> sure you do. <laughs> all right, here we go. Ready? Where the hell did I leave off? The last one. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> There's a ton here, actually. Um, all right, here we go. Hands down, the realest podcast. Five-star review. It says, I've been listening to the podcast for a year or so. Even now, with them just being downright lazy lately, oh. I still look forward <laughs> to the next episode to drop. Ooh, Worship uh, Brother George, although small in stature and not knowing words so well, is a wealth of Freemasonic knowledge. <laughs> Fuck you laughing at. Um, uh, his passion for the craft and baking cookies in a tree is infectious. All right, all right, I see what's happening here. Uh, Worship Brother Joe, being a soulless ginger, has a huge heart for his fellow man Aww. and embodies what Freemasonry truly teaches. Thank Just you. follow two rules. Worship Brother Ken, even though he turned a computer into an improvised explosive <laughs> <laughs> and tried to kill the other two. <laughs> oh, this is great. I would still say he's one of the coolest robots the government ever built. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. If you want to get some info and education on Freemasonry in a way that feels like you're sitting around the dinner table at Lodge, busting your brother's balls, as we do, this is the podcast for you. And join Patreon and Discord for only $3 a month. 
Uh, he's off $2, but whatever. Uh, you two can meet the nicest group of teddy bears on this earth. Gang Green will greet you with hugs and kisses as soon as you open the door. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. <laughs> and maybe you'll even get an ever-elusive Freemasons podcast bin sometime in 2043. <laughs> Don't be worth money, by the way. Holy shit. Oh, where's your mother, Adam Brooks? That was awesome. Oh, God. That was one of my favorites, I think. <laughs> Holy shit, that was awesome. All right, hilarious and informative. Uh, Sean Herman. As an EA, I was searching for more on the subject. I found this podcast and, uh, podcast and can't stop listening to it. Very informative, motivating, and most of all, hilarious. I see these guys as mentors growing. Younger Masons such as myself into better men and uh, tradition of the craft. Keep up the good work and, and F. Alex Jones. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, we got an Alex with us. F him Definitely too. not a Jones. <laughs> F him But too. it's Jones. <laughs> Sky 089-11691. Five-star review. Amazing. My mentor and the brother got my foot in the door showing me your podcast. I have listened to every episode uh, as I have taken this great journey. With the knowledge I gained from the show and him, I now past my fellow craft proficiency and have decided to petition the chapter of widow's sons and a few other paths thank you for the knowledge you give great show informative and entertaining skylar you're welcome man uh craig c67 i loved listening to the show you guys give great information and you are hilarious i'm going for my ea on april 1st and all of you see have uh, all of you have been assisting me with my journey so far thank you awesome very star reviews read that one by by <laughs> brother Adam. That was <laughs> that, that was, was a good awesome. one. And we've got some uh, some stuff going on in the live chat here with uh, Josh McCray. Oh, what you want to talk about your ginger ale? We got a toast. Oh, I don't have anything to toast with. Drink the goat's ass. Oh, <clears throat> drink the goat. Not milk. again. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll toast next time. But all right, we'll say, toast uh, next time. Salute, brothers. Thank you. We'll toast you next time. I promise. Chintani. I got some ginger ale here. The ale of the gingers. James Devaney, what's up, y'all? What's going on? Stop Blanchard, welcome back, and congratulations on your graduation. Yeah, I, for those who don't know, I graduated from a certain academy, and uh, I started work on Thursday in the field. Hopefully not Stone Academy. Inside That's joke for the Connecticut folks. <laughs> <laughs> not Stone Academy. <laughs> Alex is Stoned Academy. Oh, dear. Um, that would be great. Academy. Anyway. So uh, let's get into it, I guess, right? What do you think, brother? Yeah, let's jump in. Let's, let's jump, jump right in. in. Let's get right, right in. in. All right. Quora. This is on Quora, and I Quora. Googled pros and cons of Freemasonry. And uh, we're just going to go through here, and we're going to read some people. I'm not going to say their names, um, but I am going to uh, just read what they wrote, and then we'll go from there. Um, so this is from uh, one guy. We'll call him... Guy one. <laughs> guy number one. <laughs> we'll go with Robot White. Okay. You guys can figure it out. That's Ken Tarwood. (laughs) (laughs) He's a robot and he's really white. One of the worst things about being a Mason is that you have to go out once a month or so, dress nicely. You may be required to wear a tuxedo and enjoy the well-cooked, usual delicious meal, and then you are forced to hang out and talk with some very nice, kind, respectful... I see what he's doing. Yeah, he's yeah. going a little tongue-in-cheek yeah. here. Yeah, I uh, like that. I like kind the approach. and respectful men from all walks of life, and you must enjoy being in the company of some quite wonderful people. Then you are 
corralled into a meeting hall and either take part in or observe ceremonial ritual that is hundreds of years old yet virtually unchanged. It's terrible being forced into all of this just to learn the secret of to Freemasonry. Funny thing, after I went through the whole process and learned the, quote, secret of Freemasonry, it turns out that we are each individually the secret. Strive to be a better person every day. Work towards being a better person every day. Help others to be better in their troubles. Thank God for every breath. It was really a lot to take in. All that goodness, enjoyment, friendship going on around the place good men who want to be better men it was around 15 years ago still going out once a month for me some friendship very nice and that he said that was the worst thing about he i'd love really to hear say. what there he said was the best thing right. so this person is a oof, i don't even have to read this name because i don't think i can even understand it um don't we'll call f- him solomon rushdie there we go <laughs> 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 all right pros you get close friends and brothers you become charitable and benevolent. Mm-hmm. You learn a bit of history and symbolism. You start using archaic and Middle English words like lest, albeit, moat, brethren. Here for two. You get to write a goat. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, food with brothers and drinks. You get, to repeat some, you get to repeat the same history of what Freemasonry is to everyone. You become more understanding and tolerant of others' religious beliefs and political views. Mm-hmm. You get to learn to control your ego. Okay. Cons. You make jokes about riding goats, which no one understands anymore. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the goat joke is kind of... <sighs> I don't know. Is it getting old, Joe? The uh, goat joke? Why are you asking me? Because I'm old? <laughs> well, now that you mention it. <laughs> What's like the history on the goat joke? So the goat was actually part of the perfect craftsman degree. Okay. So has anybody... Have you guys taken the perfect craftsman have degree? not. Mm-hmm. Taking it? All right. So the perfect craftsman degree, it's kind of a trick degree. It's a fun degree. Don't get me wrong. But uh, there's certain things that you need to do in the degree which goes against what you were told in other degrees. I don't, I don't want to give it away. Right, right. But and if you remember your original obligations, there are certain things you were not supposed to do. And there are certain people that are like, yeah, no, nah, I ain't doing that shit. In a case, you pass the degree. Gotcha. But if you're stupid and you're just following along and taking the degree, you're bound to screw up. And when you screw up and you do these things that you were told in your other obligations not to do, they put a dunce cap on you. Ah. Back in the day, it was called field day where they would take you outside and you had to literally ride a goat to look like an asshole (laughs) for being stupid. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, and I know you haven't taken it yet, but the master mason degree. Mm-hmm. Are you a York Wright Mason? No. Uh, the past master degree. Are you a York Wright Mason? Mm-hmm. No. All right. So the past master degree. Mm-hmm. You remember there's certain things they told you you yes. to pay attention to? Yes. And then you didn't pay attention to? Yes. And they they freaking yes. heckled you? Yes. Okay. So it's more like a fun degree. It's a fun degree, yes. but With a lesson. Back in the fun day. Fun degree with a lesson. Back in the day before PETA and all that shit got involved, you had to ride a goat. Well, if you know anything about goats, guess what they don't like to be? Ridden. Ridden. <laughs> and what do they usually do? Off. They kick the shit out of you, <laughs> yeah. and you get <laughs> headbutted and all kinds of shit. But that's where the goat came from, from that particular perfect craftsman degree. Okay, it was during the the, the field day portion of it when you were stupid and you. Hey, James, Fields, what's going on? Uh, that's where it came from. So uh, Ken said, uh, "Sorry, brother, overslept." Yeah, we could have seen that one coming. Happy yeah. birthday, Ken! Yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday Ken! Happy fifty-second uh, birthday. Had a party last night that none of us were invited to. 
And then, uh, right? apparently, he's a little hungover and feeling it this yeah, morning. So, God bless him. Good for him. To. Get some hair of the dog. <laughs> All right. So, uh, then the next con. Uh, looking at you in an apron, non-Masons think you're wearing a gigantic, env- a gigantic envelope. Yeah, Story. I can see that. It does look like the um, Gmail logo <laughs> on your phone. That's a great degree. Uh, John, uh, I'm screwing his name up. Months. Months. Uh, that's a great degree if done right. Yes, it is. It is a good degree. And uh, I got to witness it by our fourth Masonic district when they were putting it on, and it was fantastic. And uh, yeah. let's just say I, I, I would have been writing it. Code. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> sure. uh, you have to repeat the same story of what Freemasonry is to everyone. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. kind of. We're like, oh well. What, what is that? Well, is. Sometimes. All right. Um, I want to find one that's got more somebody. Somebody that doesn't like it. Yeah. Some more cons. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. So, oh, okay. So, uh, what are the disadvantages? All right, here we go. Uh, so this is from. Uh, I'll let you just come up with a crazy name. Um, funny. Tim Conway. Tim Conway. All right. Um, what are the advantages and disadvantages of being a Freemason? Uh, I'm just going to skip the advantages. Let's go to, yeah, the go disadvantages. to the disadvantages. Now the disadvantages. We do have closed meetings and certain private rituals and signs whereby one Mason may know the other in the darkness as well as in the light. Yeah, right. Because of this, some people believe that Masons have a dark and sinister history. Actually, nothing could be farther from the truth. But you may be... Ah! Shit! <laughs> Actually, nothing could be farther from the truth. You may be discriminated against because of these beliefs. Certain religious organizations have, po- have opposed us because of our secret rituals. Interestingly, members of those religions or religious organizations are often found to be upstanding members of the Masonic fraternity. In reality, you can log into the internet today and see exactly what our secret signs and rituals are. We have no dark and dangerous rituals and seek only betterment of mankind. Um, yeah, there is that, that little bit of a negative light that's still out there amongst certain people, especially extreme religious groups. However, I will point out that our current grandmaster in the state of Connecticut is Reverend N. Brother. Correcto. Bruce Belmore, most worshipful grandmaster of the state of Connecticut, ancient, free, and accepted masons. So, there. <laughs> He's only in for two more months, so it's not going to help me. All right. Here's one for you. Let's go with... Oh, I almost want to use that one. I know. Um, but I don't want to... Put a spin on it. Well, I don't think anybody would get the spin that I would put on it, because I would go Perry Mason, because Perry Mason played a character All right. called Ironside, because he was in a wheelchair. That wasn't very nice. Let's go with... But, uh, oh! What's his name? Uh, um, Top Gun. No, Top no, no. We're going to go name? with Marshall Picklenuts. All right. Marshall Picklenuts. Marshall Picklenuts. I wasted 12 years of my life on Freemasonry. All the pros are theoretical. The cons are real. Oh, here we, here go. we go. This is a good oh, one. Right. Yes. yes. All, right. All right. Buckle up, boys. Somebody got his feelings hurt. One, theory. Freemasons do not discuss politics in their, in their lodges. Reality. Several years ago, my wife, who was working at City Hall, was given advancement to a rather important job in city government. However, a certain member of the city council wanted that job for one of her cronies who wasn't qualified. This councilwoman was friends with a lodge brother and his wife who were looking to advance themselves materially by being psychophants. 
Sycophants. Sycophants, a polite term for an ass kisser, to the councilwoman. At the lodge meeting, this brother came up to me and asked me why my wife was giving councilwoman problems. Another brother warned me that my wife did not and I didn't fall in line. I could be ruining my chances of getting a good job. Good job with who? The chances of getting a good job. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. always find another job. Right. Like, we don't control every <sighs> vocation and, and job listing that's out there. Like, and I'm sure Christ. that's like frowned upon by people. <sighs> or maybe let's 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 not rule out the fact that maybe your wife was the problem. <laughs> Could be that too. Like maybe she was a problem. I don't mm. know. I mean, sounds a little bit entitled to me. I also must be a uh, <sighs> must be a millennial. I feel like it's a fish. I'm I like how you said wasted twelve years too. Like you voluntarily. Oh, there's more. There's more. Oh no, please go. Uh, I just want to acknowledge this one, Matt Remington. I don't need to ride a goat to look like an a hole. <laughs> it just comes naturally. <laughs> Uh, all right. Good comment from James Fields there too. Sounds yep. like this brother yeah. joined for the wrong reasons. Personal yep. gain. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, all right. Theory to become a Mason only need one need only be a man freeborn of good report and well recommended. All right. So I want to clear up the freeborn thing. That's part of the old older ritual. Yes. Uh, freeborn really isn't used anymore. But when you when when you're Asked, right? In the South, it could potentially be. Uh, it was no, removed from uh, Hiram still uses it. Hiram, Do they? Okay. Yeah, in Shelton. Um, it was part of the ritual, uh, and it said you had to be a good man of lawful age, freeborn, well-recommended, and in good rapport, or whatever, yeah, whatever the fuck it was. But freeborn has kind of been dropped, I think, uh, because, I mean, realistically, I mean, there's no... Because there's no slavery. It. it goes back to the days where there was slavery and right. the slave was not allowed to be, or anyone born under slavery yep. was not allowed to become a Freemason. Correct. However, quick little sidebar, go do some research on Prince uh, Hall Freemasonry. There you go. Um, Matt Remington, Freeborn is still used in New York as well. So it, it's so it's archaic there. that it, it doesn't apply. A lot of people misinterpreted that even you know, as recently as the, the mid-80s when... Right. Um, when we took it out, somewhere around there is when it was taken out of the Connecticut ritual. Some still interpreted it as a, an African-American person could not be um, because their ancestry may go back to slavery. But that's still doesn't make sense. They were, it it makes no sense because they were born free. It's been abolished for I don't I was know, born free almost a couple hundred years. <laughs> so I was born used in Ohio as well. Well, who is that from? Kid Rock. In Michigan. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah so, so, see, here's just the thing with the freeborn thing, though. Like, people look at it, and I'm sure there's going to be some freaking Becky out there who's going to be like, oh my God, that's so good. No, it's, you have to understand, though. Like, it's, it's the reason why certain words and certain phrases are kept in our rituals because we're trying to preserve the original The original tradition. Of yeah. What it was. It's just tradition yeah. at this point. It doesn't mean, I mean, it doesn't mean anything, so to speak. Because, I mean, no, it, pretty, it doesn't. It's like you said, it's archaic. Yeah. So, but we're still trying to preserve that that um, ritual, if you will. Yeah. Yep. James Field, old school I'm thinking. Sure. Everyone in the U.S. is freeborn today. You're right. Uh, I mean, right. realistically, I'm. I'm That's why it's archaic. Through, through the headphones, I can hear them still in there. So, I mean, their they're rehearsals okay. going very well. Like, as you can tell, they're all laughing and nice. smoking yeah. and joking and shit. Theory Maybe two. they're doing the tragedy. Maybe. I don't know who would fucking. Does Theory Two have anything to do with um, fantasy football leagues? Or no. no? Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew that was going Just at curious. Some point. Just curious. 
theory to become a Mason only need one to be oh, freeborn recommended. All right, so reality, there is a young man in my church community. Oh, there's a young man in my community who was born dual gendered. Very early in his adulthood, he had so that's called uh, was it asexual. Um, no, asexual is neither. It's a uh, hermaphrodite. Yeah, but there's an actual term for it. It's uh, asexual means you just don't intersex. Enter. Intersex. That's what it is. Oh, is that what they call it? Yeah, okay. yeah, it's actual term for it. Um, he had uh, selective surgery to correct this. He is now physically a male. Now the young uh, man should have had the sense of not going around telling people this in such a small bigoted community as the Stephen King nightmare I live in, but he did. He applied to join our lodge while I was a master. I contacted the Grand Lodge to tell him the situation because you never know when some country club pinhead... Wow, this guy sounds bitter as fuck. Yeah. Country club pinhead might want to stir up a fuss. I was told to go ahead and treat him like any other candidate for the degrees. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was fine with this. However, two old cronies were absent the night of the candidate's ballots decided. Uh, after the candidate was already accepted, that their wee little bigot feelings were all butthurt. <laughs> Jesus, wow, this is like, let me tell you. He doesn't so, talk like a mason. He doesn't at all. Um, uh, and they went over my head to the district deputy. The district deputy climbed up my behind about the candidate and put the app on hold. Okay. Which he let me can, stop you right there. Which he, it's, go ahead. Let you me go stop ahead. right there. Once it's done, the ballot has been dropped, it's over. Right. However, if he's been voted on if it's voted and on, approved, it's done. however, any time before, we had this situation come up in uh, my mother lodge last year. At any time before the entered apprentice degree is given, you can yank that application. Really? District yes. deputies can do that? Not the district. The lodge has to do it. The lodge can do it by vote. But what he's saying is the district right. deputy put it on. That, that's the I don't know that the district that. deputy has the power. The lodge has the power to take another vote. Like, again, in Connecticut, based on our Grand Lodge rules. Uh -huh. right? Because what happened was this guy got voted in, then showed up in, in a blotter a few weeks later. And we're like, oh, no. And it turned out that the, you know, the investigation committee maybe could have done a little bit better of a job looking into this guy because he's mm -hmm. been in the paper a few times. Right. So before, so after he had been voted on, but before his degree was given, we were able to say, you know what, we've reconsidered. All but right. that was a lodge decision. That was not a grand lodge. Uh, grand lodge can't deputy. do that. They can't meddle. All Contrary they can say is you, you, you have the power to do this if you decide to do it as a lodge. I mean, so. stop me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe the grand power or the grand lodge has the power to meddle in lodge affairs, with the exception of it being financial. Where there either there's theft or, or or any type of Grand Lodge can't come right. in and be like, Yeah, no, you're not a Mason. Or works. if you're or if you're violating a landmark or, yeah. or, or something of that nature, how it's but it is written in the regs to give the lodge the power to make right. that decision if so, they've made a mistake. Uh, he says, uh, the Grand Lodge who had given their blessing to the application decided that they wanted me to find out the candidate's biological gender. Yes, they really wanted me to do that. I informed the district deputy that the that to expect me to do so was contrary to human rights, to democracy, and to the fraternity's supposed principles. He goes ahead with me, talks to the candidate, and treats himself to hero status, saying, My, what a fine young lad this candidate is. Ever seen the underside of a bus? 
I don't know what the hell that means. Is he implying that he's gonna like run him over with a car or a bus? I don't know. That doesn't make sense to no, me. It it, this sense. the whole thing doesn't make sense to me. This, I mean. So I will say this in regards to that topic, there is not a lot of guidance because it is a relatively new social. Uh, well, no, let me phenomenon. let me be clear here. This isn't transgender, right? This is intersex, which means you are born with either both. You are born with both sex, right? Things. In that respect, I, I mean, you should be allowed to join. You should, and it, I mean, because you're you're born with both parts. I mean, that's not a and choice. And it doesn't say that's it, just a. Right. That's how nowhere that's in the, the ritual does it say you have to be. <laughs> Born a man, you must be a man of law, of uh, lawful age and well recommended. Yep. You know whether you want to put the free born or whatnot in there. That's that's irrelevant. But it doesn't say identify as a man, born as a man, um, dressing as a man. It doesn't right. clarify. So if this person is living their life as a man, then you know that yeah. should not be the and only the reason surgery, that disqualifies. Like, I mean, well, right. Even, even if he didn't have the surgery, but but he's saying he had the surgery. I, I don't think this is uh, whatever. No, I that that sounds like. I would um, love to know where this is. There's got to be in the right. south. Got to be in the south. All right. Some small close. Reality. Does it say where he's from? In no, okay. no, I haven't got there yet. Reality. Uh, oh, Freemason uh, theory. Freemasons work to better their moral and spiritual character. Reality. The guy who was master before me was a pill poppy and a thief, who stole money from a fund we added to every year by selling Christmas trees. The fund. Is there for us to apply to supply the children of poverty-stricken families with jackets, boots, clothes, whatever they need? The guy stole from it. Uh, let's let's be clear. So the fraternity was doing a charity thing. Well, let's break this down. The, the, yeah. the lodge was doing a charity thing. Commendable. Yeah. Yes. You had a guy who apparently popped pills and was a thief and stole money. Yeah, you're gonna get shit bags in every walk of life. You got shit bag cops, you got shit bag uh, ambulance drivers, you got shit bag priests. Priests. Right. I you mean got, you got like, six million Masons in the world. Yeah, not like all you're gonna, gonna get perfect. bad apples that do stupid shit. And like you said, that kind of comes down to the investigation committee and yeah. proper background checks and stuff like that. And that's why, you know, masonry I mean, is a pr- a lot of lodges have a progressive line. Where pretty much if you show up and do your job, you're going to move on to the next uh, higher office the following year. But you can't always do that. Sometimes you got to take a step back and say, no, this person can't be master of the lodge and have a conversation. You got to do like, Jay, yes, exactly. Devaney, right? It's like stealing from a fancy football league. Right. <laughs> So, you know, again, it sounds oh, like, um, you know, yeah, you can have one bad apple spoil the bunch, and I, I get that, but that's where the lodge needs to come together and admit their mistakes, be transparent about it, and take corrective actions. It's that easy. Right. Uh, so he says, this guy stole from it. Before I was even sworn in as a master, old guys from the lodge demanded I do something. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, uh, I contacted the, dis- the district deputy who appointed supposedly an auditing committee. These auditors were from the district deputy's lodge, and he was at the end of his term. Therefore, he wanted the whole thing hushed up, and guess what? It was. Or maybe there was no evidence 
There wasn't enough evidence to uh, pursue. I mean, you're innocent until proven guilty, unfortunately. Right. I mean, it's <clears throat> even a Masonic Lodge. You're innocent until you're proven guilty. Right. Right. Uh, and if you're going to bring a formal charge, which I don't know why you go to the district deputy. If you were the master at this point and they wanted you to do something, you bring up a formal charge. You start the Masonic uh, trial, yeah. if you will. And then a prosecutor, which is probably... Usually the senior warden see, is the prosecutor. Uh, would that be considered in Lodge? So uh, yeah. in a Masonic trial, senior warden... Uh, is the prosecutor for in-lodge conduct. Correct. So if I walk up, me and Joe are in lodge, and I just decide to punch him in the face because he's a ginger, and... Wow. Uh, I'm trying to give an example. Who the fuck is this guy? Oh, sorry. Current master. worst woman. Current worst woman. Master, Gary Tuccio. <laughs> Who's going to come up here, right? Hey, guys. You're going to come up here and record at some point, right? At some point. At some point, all right. Better believe it. You're on camera right now. Look not like quite yet. He's on mic, but not quite uh, camera he's yet. He's on camera. Why are you all close to me and stuff? I can't see. Oh, it's yeah. a delay. Yeah. That's, why. Delay. That's, That's why. That's why. That's why I'm all close to you. I'm like. Yeah, that works. That works. So, uh, you. So, I, I believe it was senior yeah. warden conducts um, basically unmasonic conduct if while it's within lodge, the lodge. Within lodge. So, this Christmas tree event would be an event after lodge. It'd be at so while at refreshment, so the junior warden junior would be. Warden would yes. control it. Okay. Yep. So you hire a prosecutor, or not hire, but he'd be the prosecutor, and he would collect the evidence. I don't know why you go to district deputy. And any brother in the lodge can volunteer to defend the person being charged. And realistically, even if the district deputy was like, yeah, I'm washing my hands of this shit. It you still goes still, to the junior warden. It goes warden. to the lodge. It goes to the lodge, and I've had that situation. So basically, this guy was just a shitty master. Yeah, sounds like and it's, just, it's their word versus you know everybody. You know, I've I've unfor I've had the unfortunate circumstance of sitting in a Masonic trial in a lodge, they and suck. They, they suck because all they do is divide the lodge. Um, I still feel it was necessary, um, but it, it's not a pleasant experience. But Grand Lodge said to us. We're only going to step in if you want us to. Yep. If you want to handle it yourself and make that decision, that's your power. You can. We'll only get involved if you ask us to. So this one is going to boil Alex's blood down. Oh, he's been boy. relatively quiet, and I want to see Alex oh, pop. Boy. I'll keep quiet. Let's hear it. I want to see Alex pop off here because it's a, he's pretty mild mannered like you, Joe. Yeah, Except right. when it comes to chili cook-offs and fantasy football leagues. And Don't stuff. get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. I've been good today. I've been very low key. Relax. So I want to see Alex flip his lid on this one. Freemasonry is esoteric. Reality, it isn't. Oh, fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Here we go. There is no secret order within the fraternity, nor mysticism, no nothing. Nada, kaput, forget about it. Wow. Look somewhere else. I joined Freemasonry looking for a spiritual path. Instead, I found 12 years of the worst behaviors men are capable of, short of rape, murder, and treatment. Oh, my God. Christ. Jesus. That sounds just like a total outright lie. That sounds like his ex-wife got a hold of his account and wrote. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, uh, Dude, like, what is he talking this about? This is a Borginous club? Borgia? Bourgeois. Bourgeois club. Composed of self-satisfying middle-class bushwood bushwood pinheads, it has nothing to do with spirituality. I'm at the end of my time as master of that lodge, and at the end of my time as a Freemason. Twelve years of seeing everything Freemasons are not supposed to do, and B, uh, and B is quite long enough. I'm done. All right. 
All right, hey, All right that's, Alex. That's, go ahead, Alex. Oh, boy. Where do I even start go with this? Let's start with I the mean, it's not. I think it's story. ironic that he used the term kaput. Right. And then say there's no esotericism in Freemasonry. Like, I mean, I don't know about his lodge, but the very first thing we he was do the here, before you even get initiated, is like the most esoteric thing in Freemasonry, the Chamber of Reflection. Yep. So that starts it off. Second of all, it's like, dude, this is your path. Like, if you're looking for the spiritual side of it, read a book, dude. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> it's not rocket science. Crack open a book. Crack open the secret teaching of all ages. Like, read uh, Freemasonry in ancient Egypt. The craft and its symbols. Like, Joe. the entire, the entire degrees. Is his face getting red? Oh, I'm getting, <laughs> he's getting really angry. It's like, what are you talking about? Where do you even get that from? Every symbol on everything is esoteric. I don't think he knows what the definition of esoteric is. Like, what was he looking for? Doctor Strange, magic sigils, opening portals? Yeah, I think like, so. Fuck. He's looking for the magic elixir of uh, eternal youth. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, literally, go read a book on alchemy. It really sounds like this guy wanted everything handed, handed to him, to him right. and, and spoon-fed to him and didn't want to put in the work, and the first whether thing it was I was master told. or whatever. Was you get out of Freemasonry what you one. put he's, into it. He's getting lambasted in the comments here. I love it. Like, <laughs> like George said, oh, when minute, he minute. joined, he joined for history, and so he started the podcast. I joined for the esoteric side, and I started an esoteric club. And guys meet up on the first Sunday of every month and go over all the esoteric stuff. And I joined for the history side, but then got heavily involved in the esoteric stuff and have done quite a few presentations yeah. on, you know, Freemasonry, tarot cards, things like that. So it's, it's there if you want it, man. Right. All right. But so uh, James Fields. Jesus. James Fields, he should try a different lodge. Yeah. And then right. he said, wow, he's the master. And then uh, I said, yeah, he was the master, but he's not the master anymore. And he said, bye. And he said he watched National Treasure and thought he was going to find the secret treasure. Yeah. <laughs> James Devaney says, uh... Bush Woods, great Caddyshack reference. <laughs> and then he, I joined money to make... I, I joined to make money in fans. <laughs> oh, this and, poor and bastard with the FFL. But it's, I, I shot I, himself in the foot with this one. I, I wish this guy would have put um, his lodge name and, and number in there. Because I'm right, starting to wonder if it's actual... Uh, whether or not it's a recognized lodge versus a clandestine lodge. Right. Uh, and you could travel and affiliate with other lodges. Like, if you're not happy at your lodge, maybe, like, travel. Go check out another lodge and see if there's somewhere else that you fit in better. And every lodge has some type of specialty that, that they bring to the table, which is, one, the, the benefit of traveling. You get to see these things and bring it back to yours. But you know if you're going to Quinton Essentia Lodge... You're probably going to hear some esoteric stuff. Right. I'm actually going there in a week. If yeah. you go to, you know, the shrine or a body like that, you're probably going to have a hell of a lot of fun. Right. Matt, Matt but Reming you're not going to hear anything esoteric. Matt no. Remington writes, so that Nigerian prince that promised me light and power for sending him $500 was lying? <laughs> I thought those were secrets and mysteries. <laughs> And then uh, James Fields says he, he's got to be clandestine. Yeah, oh, and, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I never even thought about that. And it could have been a clandestine lodge. And months, his lodge probably ends with the word international. It very yeah, well it, could. Yeah. Let me, play, let me be clear. Like if your thing? lodge starts with International Grand Lodge of Orlando or some shit like that, it's bullshit. Yeah. You are a clandy. The, uh, the only exception to that recently, I believe the, the shrine changed their name to Shrine, shrine international, international instead of that. 
ancient Arabic order of the oh, nobles gotcha. or the mystic shrine or whatever the, the phrase used to be. Yeah, it's, and that's uh, John... Months says uh, his lodge probably ends with the word international. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. If if you if you have anything that's international or grand lodge of any city or whatever, take a close look. Get the fuck out. But man. it also just sounds like oh, all these people are sitting in shit, complaining about the smell Freemason instead of getting out. Also, doesn't impose fines on brothers. So if you they fine you five hundred dollars or some crazy freaking amount. Yeah, they don't do that. They don't that do that. Yeah. No, no. There's grand lodges and all the grand lodges in the United States are states. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the Grand Lodge of Connecticut, Grand Lodge of California, Grand Lodge of Texas, Grand Lodge of whatever. It's like these are – that's a Grand Lodge. That means you're an actual bona fide Freemason. If it's his international Masons or whatever, it's horseshit. And, and you'll if you also never see where a Grand Lodge uses not only Scottish Rite, but it also uses the square and compasses. They are two totally separate things. Mm-hmm. And if you are in a Justin Lawful – lawfully constituted lodge of masons and you went through the proper ritual you would know that there are only certain penalties that freemasonry can impose so if somebody said to me hey 50 dollars fine i'd say um no it yeah. said clearly in my obligation that the only penalties freemasonry can impose are blah 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 so right. take your 50 dollars and shine it up real nice oh, that got my turn it sideways <laughs> Stick it straight up your clandy ass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to read this one because I kind of like this one. And it says uh, he was raised to the sublime degree of a master mason in 2019. Joe, pick a funny name for him. Yager. Yager. All right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, How did you become a Freemason and how has your life changed because of it? I like this one because this has got some funny shit in here from what I was quickly scrolling through. I became a master. I became a Mason way earlier than every man does. I asked for a petition. Uh, I went through the usual phases of being accepted into the fraternity and then I was made a Mason. How my life changed? Pros. I'm a bit more respected. I garnered a little respect, uh, a little bit of respect from my boss at work because her father was a Mason. I also uh, more respected in life by people who know that I am a Mason. The people who respect me more tend to be kind to, of people I'd like to associate myself with because they tend to be cut of a much better cloth than the standard public. And I also want to just apologize uh, while I'm reading this. I am like super freaking congested, so I'm like mouth breathing into the fucking mic. I'm sorry about that. What do you call George with a runny nose? Uh, what do you call him, Papa George? Full. <laughs> You're an asshole. Uh, I'm happier. I'm generally a happier person because now I belong to a group that allows the points <laughs> and points me to charity work and organizations. These are all Masonic, of course, but we are making more of an actual impact than than that $5 you gave to PETA last month. We're also not killing animals. I have subjects to talk to brothers about my friends. Um, I'm just going to skip past a couple of these. I have tools to make myself into a smooth stone. Oh, that's a Masonic reference. Yeah. I have experiences that cannot be obtained by simply looking up the knowledge. That is true. I have friends and connections. Jokes. Oh. Ah. Mm. And he writes, oh, my. Grand architect of the universe. uh, The the grand architect of the universe. The jokes are hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going to get to the cons. You ready, guys? Yes. All right. Let me drink this one. Ah, Here we go. Green beans. (laughs) 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 
That G in the square and compass, it does not stand for God, goats, or geometry, no matter what anyone tells you. Uh, you could be a mason or not. It stands for green beans. It also stands for chicken and pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's fucking awesome. Old guys. Uh, Look, I love the old guys in my lodge. There are my fam- they are my family and all, but good Lord, man, I do not need to hear about how it was done in your year. I don't need to hear about how Gen X, Y, Q, W, E, R, J, O, I, G, H, J is going to be the death of our craft and how terrible they are. I get it. All of you are... in. Uh, all of you invented or remember the invention of the wheel and fire... But stop trashing on guys my age. Seriously. Now, every time I go to a meeting of any kind, this is what I have to put up with. How many masons does it change, take to change in a light bulb? How many masons does it take to change a light bulb? It's a secret. So let's talk about that. The old guys in the lodge. That sounds like a lodge-specific issue yeah. as well. Like traveling a little bit could definitely uh, solve that. I also think it's an experience issue. It's, yeah, it is. Uh, I'm not going to say I've caught myself doing it. But I've caught myself doing it. Where am I? <laughs> wow, back in my day. You know, I, 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 I've said it before. I'm not going to say, oh, well, well, that's not how we used to do it. No, I'm like, oh, fuck, now it's like an idiot. And like you take it with a grain of salt. Too, uh, like, but there are some people who have that, like, uh, you know, they're older. They, they've got that personality that, you know, it should be done this way and no innovation should be made. When they say no innovations, they mean literally no innovations. Right. Right. So I can, I can understand that. I get it. <laughs> But let me just, you know, defend some older guys. I know you were going to take the shot at there me that go. I'm the there old guy. Go. But there are... When God said, let there be light, Joe handed him I was the there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there are older guys out there, and I'm going to speak of one particularly near and dear to my heart, the district deputy of 3A currently, Peter Keefe, uh, right, worshipful brother Peter Keefe, who is... like. There's no other way to describe him than he is just a lovely man. He is nice to be around. He is not condescending. You will never hear him say, you know, in my year, he'll tell you some stories, and you'll just sit there and be captivated by these stories. I'm going to go out and have dinner with him just so I could hear him talk and tell me this history and and whatever life experience he's had. He's probably in his mid-80s, so what he's seen in Freemasonry – I can only imagine through his time. So there are those old guys out there that give some a bad rap, but then you have your Peter Keefs of the world who are just some of the most amazing men that you'll ever meet in your and life. And that's, a, and that's a true and upright mason, right? Like, yeah, that, absolutely. Like you could, you could bring a horse to water. You can't make it drink. Just because some guys are in the fraternity doesn't mean that they really got the message or live by the teachings. Yeah, and you could bring a jackass to a podcast, but you can't make them be able to read. <laughs> It's all right. We can volley back. (laughs) Waiting. I grow tired of waiting on my degrees to be conferred. All right. That's a legitimate complaint. That's a legitimate complaint. In a lot of lodges. I'm eager to get to the next step when I learn... Uh, when I learn and memorize the information, there's a lot of waiting to do, and I get that you have to follow Blue Book protocol. Uh, I guess so. Some, some, right? I guess some jurisdictions probably have a waiting period in between degrees. It, it could be. It depends. Um, to me, it's not about the memorization piece. He did say learning and memorizing, so I'm going to cut him some slack there. But it's not like, hey, I got this all memorized. You need yeah. to know what the hell you're talking about. 
So if you're coming back to your proficiency on um, a week later, your fellow craft degree, and you can't tell me what conflagration or inundation means, you're not ready. You're not ready. Learn the ritual, understand the ritual, understand how to apply it, know what's in your obligation, and that takes more than a month. Right. Right. Oh, but actually, play, plays right into this comment here. Matt Remington, one of my favorite things as a new Mason is to hear how the craft has developed over the years, mostly with regard to what suitable proficiency meant. Yeah. Mm. I'd rather have a guy be 80, 85% word for word, uh, but understand what the hell he's talking about. Right. Than a guy that's 100% word perfect, but has no clue what he's regurgitating to you. Uh-huh. I agree. Um, there's a lot of waiting to do when I get to your phone. That goes call, but the ser- side. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but seriously, there's a lot that should be different, in my humble opinion, of course, to how we do certain things. There were multiple people on the committee. Uh, any of whom could have left a detailed written explanation of their findings if it were allowed in the case of their absence. I get it, though. Rules are rules, and there's no there's a reason we do things this way. I get it. I don't like it, but if that's what is supposed to be, if that's what it is, if it's supposed to be done. Read that part again about somebody leaving behind a, a record or whatever they said. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand that. that. Well, that could be a jurisdictional thing. They may have a different way of doing it. They may have to actually, like, Break the chair, dude. I think it's already broken. Yeah, it's yeah. There's a there's a there's a freaking Instagram page. Short is broken. <laughs> podcast chair. Yeah. I don't know who the hell is doing it, but it's freaking hilarious. Uh, and he said, uh, "We uh, there were multiple people on the committee, any of whom could have left a detailed written explanation of their findings, if it were allowed in the case of their absence." I get it, though. Rules are rules, and there's a reason we do things this way. I get it. I don't like it. But if that's what is supposed to be done. I'm just not sure what committee doesn't keep accurate. Is he trying to say like an investigation committee doesn't give their findings to the entire lodge? But they do. They report on it in open lodge. Open lodge. Right. Uh, I mean, they don't have to necessarily give every every detail of it. I think I got what he's saying. I think what he's saying is they had an investigation committee. Let's say there was three people. One guy was absent, and they had to hold. Oh, okay. uh, I think that's what I'm gathering. Oh, okay. They needed all present. Okay. In order to, that we don't sense. do that here. I mean, if you're no you're worst absent, case, if the guy's not going to be there, you, you that person can send an email to the secretary and say, "Hey, when we're talking about this, please read this into the record." Done. Right. Uh, I lost respect from people. I wouldn't associate myself with these people if I didn't have to. One of my coworkers quit because he found out that I'm a Mason and didn't want anything to do with an organization that hires Masons. He quit in front of myself and five of my brothers while we were all drinking coffee one day. Whatever. Another co-worker regularly tries to pull as much shit as he possibly can in order to get it under my skin to irritate me. I don't deal with him because I now work a different shift and never see him. Yeah, yeah, okay. I can see that happening. So the first person's a narcissist. <laughs> yeah. And the second person is just an asshole. Right. Um, then that sounds like a, uh, a hostile work environment should have gone to HR. The crazy thing is people actually believe that we're evil, nefarious freaking people. Oh, right. you uh, can, yes. You, yes, they do. But you just don't entertain those things. Yep. And they just, also don't do any actual valid research. Like, nope. go to a lodge and check it out. Oh, well, yes, they somebody. do. They do it in their They, they base, do it on YouTube. They do it like, on the basement of their mom's house in right. a spaghetti-stained T-shirt while playing Xbox and going yeah. on YouTube. I was going right. to say, in between Halo games and Minecraft <laughs> games. Yeah. <laughs> Conspiracy theories. Oh, here we go. Now it's my turn to flip the mm. fuck out. <laughs> 
Uh, I'd put this as a pro if there were more than the same five theories floating around. <laughs> they are hilarious until you hear them 900 times. 1,000% agree on this. Yeah. They're hilarious, and then when you hear it, and then you hear it, and you hear it, you're like, all right, now it's just irritating. Oh, it's you're a devil worshiper. Yep. Oh, yeah. Shut the hell up. Here's Mark. a joke from my brothers that read this all the way to the uh, Here's a joke from my brothers that read this all the way to the end. I think he's saying try to read this to the uh, oh, hold on. What's this? So there's a lot of spaghetti comments going on. Oh, because he put the spa and then the two yeah. thing, oh, Getty. Um, oh, let's see here. Don't forget the spaghetti. Um, or Oh, he's talking about the, the G, G with uh, the um, green beans and whatnot. All right, so here we go. Uh, a man has been sentenced to death, and his hour is at hand. He stands on the gallows in front of the mostly male crowd in front of his executioner. The executioner asks the man if he has any last words that he'd like to share. The man says, "Yes, I do. I think this is all very uh, I think this is all a vast Masonic conspiracy. I may have killed a man, but I'll be damned if the sheriff and the posse that chased me down were all masons. The judge and the prosecutor were also masons, and I know for damn sure that the men on the jury were masons. This is just a conspiracy. The executioner asks him if that's all he'd like to state, and the man replies in the affirmative. The executioner puts the sack over the man's head and places the noose around his neck and says, now step off with your left foot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. All that right. Good. That was a good one. I mean, that's all I got pretty much for uh, that I want to do today, but uh, that was a good joke. I that thought was he was going to go with the old, uh, I shot the sheriff, but he didn't shoot the deputy thing. That's where I thought that was going. That was going pretty good. First. That was yeah. good. No, one. that was a good one. How about you, George? What are your pros and cons? My pros. Let's see here. Well, I mean, they pretty much stated all the pros. I mean, you, you meet brothers. You meet you meet good people. You uh, you become good friends with them. Hmm. Hmm. So, men's men's. <laughs> No, you become good friends with them. You know, you you, you always have a, a brother to, to rely on. You always got a friend to rely on. And if, you know, shit hits the fan, your life's going in the shitter, they're always going to be there. You call them up. Doesn't matter if you haven't talked to them in 10, 15 years. Call them up, talk to them. Yeah. Uh, occasionally, I still talk to uh, Warshaw brother Ryan Nordstrom. He uh, he hasn't been active in a while. Uh, but I still call him. Hey, what are you up to? No, we should grab a beer one time, you know. And it's it's totally cool. Like, it's not like, uh, it's just different. Yeah. Um, my cons? Uh I mean, I, I mean, for me is like somebody who's been like a like past master, past all this bullshit. Like, you know, I don't see the younger generation taking the reins as a con. I actually enjoy it. I love the fact that, you know, we were just talking about in the other room. I haven't done a, a degree period in five years, and uh, I'm coming out of retirement for one time and one time only this Saturday to do a degree. But you know, it was nice just having you know Gary see me because again, I've been busy. Obviously, I've been doing shit. And I haven't been around and very active. And he was just like, hey, man, it's nice to see you, you know. Um, but it's nice to know that, you know, sometimes you get into a place in masonry. And I don't know, Joe, maybe you could attest to this too. But you get to a place where it's like it goes from being I want to be here to I have to be here. Because if I'm not here, everything's going to go to hell. And now I'm kind of back to I want to be here, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. You kind of get yeah, no, I definitely know what you're saying because it, you get to a point where you become so relied upon. So there's that transition of 
hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step up in lodge, and I wanna I'm gonna help the lodge. I'm gonna help take on certain activities. Right. And then once it becomes expected of you, and you're overly relied on, you start to resent it a little bit because people are so used to you doing it that it almost impedes the progress of other brothers because it's like oh well joe's always going to do this so we don't have to put any effort in and then you start to recognize that and resent it Mm. and then there's that period of screw it i'm not doing it Mm. somebody else has to step up and do it and then when you actually see that happen now you're like all right cool now i want to be here again like you 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 go through those phases of it right uh I just want to some comments yeah. here that Joe, you could pick up from here about James Field. My wife, family Catholic, they tell her I'm going to hell for being a Freemason on a regular basis. So don't worry, James. If you're heading to hell, I'll be driving the bus. I'll pick you up along the way. <laughs> she ignores them, but it's still annoying. Yeah, it's annoying as shit, especially when it's done at a fucking funeral. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, Matt Remington, what about the con of having to balance lodge with your home and work life? We have a lesson on that, but how do you guys apply the lesson in practice? Go on, Joe. Well, let me start with my, my pros and cons, and then I'll comment on uh, Remington Steele's uh, comment there. So one of the biggest pros, like you said, is, is the brotherhood. Um, meeting people, you start to think of life, for me, differently. Um, you start to realize what's important, what's not important. And the brotherhood that you feel, you mentioned you know, being able to not speak to somebody for five, ten years, or whatever the case may be, um, And you pick up right where you left off. But there's also, you know, there's, and I'm not going to get into all the specifics, and I'm not saying this to, from my perspective and how it made me feel, but the brothers whose shoes, if I were to put myself in, how he would feel. um, There's a brother that that lost a family member very recently in our district, (laughs) and I saw him at a degree the other night, and he was sitting by himself. Right. So I went up and sat next to him. I put my arm around him and whispered in his ear, hey, how you doing, brother? And he looked me in the eye and said, I don't know. I don't know how I'm doing. I said, well, you know you can get in touch with me. You know how to get in touch with me because you have before. If you need anything, let me know. You know I'm here for you. And he looked at me and said, yeah, I know you are. That's, I mean, that's the way that he must have felt at that moment where he could have been so alone and probably Lodge was the last place that he wanted to be at that moment. But then... In that moment, there was probably no better place for him to be because yeah. he's surrounded by brothers who genuinely care about him. I mean, realistically, it's better than sitting on your ass at home. Absolutely. But you don't realize that at the time necessarily. Uh-huh. you, you got to get that motivation, that spark to get out. But the relationships that I've been able to build, genuine relationships with people that I call my friends, that I call my family, um, that's invaluable. The cons, it's... I guess the biggest con for me is when Masons don't live up to the expectations that I have of myself, and I get very disappointed. Um, that's It's hard not to do, but you've got to somewhat separate that, and it's yeah. not a competition. Um, but you do expect brothers to, to uphold their obligation and their, their promises, and when they don't, it's really disappointing, and it hits hard. It, it, it feels a little bit like uh, betrayal. To Remington, Remington Steele's question, what about the con of having to balance lodge with your home and work life? We have a lesson on that, but how do you guys apply that lesson in practice? You just have to apply it. It's there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're signing up 
if you're a member of Blue Lodge, five appendant bodies taking on Grand Lodge, then you're going to burn yourself out and your family's going to resent it. You cannot mason seven nights a week. You nope. can't. Nope. And not long term. It's not sustainable either. You're going to get burnt out. Your family's going to get burnt out or you're just not going to like it anymore. Take the, it from somebody who knows. <laughs> yeah. The roadmap is there. Just follow the rule. And any mason that's been through the EA degree knows the working tools, and it's right there. Divide your time uh, equally, and uh, you got to figure that out. DC is chilling. Love the podcast. Y'all was listening while I was waiting to be raised during the pandemic. Now a senior steward in Lodge. Appreciate the perspective. We try, man. We're just a bunch of uh, three uh, three idiots up here. Well, yeah, well. We had to change an idiot. We change a robot for a freaking. <laughs> we junkie, have interchangeable but... idiots. <laughs> so Alex, go. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say. So Steve Saxon is Shemp, and <laughs> Paisani was Curly Joe. Who is Alex? Is he even on the list? Where, how far down the Stooge uh, list are we? <laughs> I don't even know if they go beyond that. My first time on. I know. <laughs> Alex, uh, I like bringing on Alex from time to time because he's got that esoteric perspective, and he's the young guy. He's a young guy, yeah. yeah. How old are you? 12, 13? <laughs> uh, kind of. I, uh, I think you're a little dyslexic. I'm 31. Are you really? Yeah, I think you just I would have never up. guessed that. I would have still had you in your mid-20s, buddy. <laughs> nice. Thanks, though. guys. You're welcome, man. I like it. Brandon yeah, go harder. Hey, hello. hey, what's going on, man? Um, James Fields, I'll get to your question in a minute. But Alex, your turn. How do you... Uh, how do you pros and cons. Pros and cons. I mean, the pros, like I said, I love the symbolism the esoteric side of it. Um, I'm an only child, so getting to hang out with other, like, I brothers when I had and you stuff, too. you know? Right. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so, like, that side of it's nice, you know, like, especially the guys at Harmony, Dude, a lot of them are my age. I just want to say the minute you came out, if you were my kid, I'd be like, you throw that one back. There's something wrong with it. <laughs> we're ending it <laughs> Thanks, right buddy. here. Can I get a vasectomy for the oh, two for God, one? Oh, God, Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, so being able to hang out with people and, you know, the fellowship, scotch and cigar nights, all that kind of stuff. That's what I like about it. Which cons? The cons? I mean, I could see how, like, the not dividing your time properly could be a con, um, especially since I am I am a Shriner. <coughs> I'm Scottish, right? You're Shriner now? Uh-huh. I'm on Masonic Lodge of Research. Saxon's been recruiting everybody. Clearly. Uh, Guy's working. I'm in the line in two lodges. I'm Senior Stewart here and Junior Stewart in Waterbury. Junior Stewart in Waterbury, that's not so much of a con, but they use glass Harmony? dishes. So, like, for the Washington dinner, oh, was, you had to actually cleaning like, 200 yeah. glass dishes and all the cutlery and everything, you know? <laughs> But that's not really a con. I mean, like, people come back and help you out, too, and you're still hanging out, um, having discussion and cracking jokes with each other. So it's not too bad. That's why they joke that joke in Harmony Lodge. What do you do when the dishwasher breaks? Smack them. <laughs> that's Alex. Yeah. All right. What do you guys say? Uh, I'm going to just... You wanted to read uh, James Fields, I think, before we wrap up. Yeah. Oh, uh, DC's chilling. For, uh, by the way, first time I got to do the toast in real life, I was definitely like, ah, yeah. Our toast <laughs> is a little different. Don't follow ours. Don't. IRL. I thought he was talking about like some kind of Irish thing at first. No, nah, in real life. I know. Uh, I, they, I know the kids. I know. These you're, you're, yeah. old. I know. you're old. I know. You're old. Hey. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and don't do our toast because it's not the right one. 
No, that's not. We well, yeah. modified podcast version. So yeah. there's been a couple of times where we're at Lodge and here's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Um, yeah, good luck, man. Uh, let's see here. James Fields, uh, this podcast is really great. We need to get more brothers involved. How do we get you to come to Delaware for a remote podcast? So Deals and travel expenses. We have some. <laughs> <laughs> pay for the rental car. Pay for separate <laughs> hotel rooms and feed us. So that's one thing I would like to do, actually, but not because we have brothers in Delaware, the Schultz brothers, who would ask us to come down for oh, a while. God, yeah. But when the whole pandemic bullshit broke out, uh, I think our mobility come to yeah. a screeching halt. We also have to get up to uh, see the um, the paladins too. They want us to yeah. go do that thing up there. We've been promising that for a while, but again, with my work schedule and the academy and everything, I didn't really have days off, and I couldn't do a whole freaking weekend ripper with the freaking biker. So I oh, think yeah. that would probably would have been a bad thing. Um, but anyway, uh, what do you think? Think we're good with this one? I think we're good with this one. This was a fun one. one. Yeah, this was. We fun. even got Alex all fired up. I did. I know. Oh, dude, my blood pressure. You know what I'm gonna do now, room. though? I'm gonna start researching topics that'll piss him off. <laughs> oh yeah, we can certainly do. <laughs> that. I love when people. I love. See, I, I'm usually the one who snaps. So when I'm able to get somebody else who snaps, like Joe. Yeah, you've done that to guy. me on more than one occasion. <laughs> more than one occasion, you got me doing that. But whatever. Just part of the fun. That one, one just blew my mind. Like, what do you mean there's no esoteric? I love when Joe. I love when Joe snaps. I'm sorry. The FFL one was a good one. Like, <laughs> that, yeah. When, when I get, hot. it takes a lot for me to snap. But when I do, it's bad. Like, and, and that was nothing compared to like, I used to be a very angry young man. Now I'm a slightly pissed off old man. I love when people get out of their freaking comfort zone. I love it. <laughs> All right, brothers. What do you say? Let's wrap it up. Uh, for the Freemasons podcast, I'm right worship brother George Mudry signing off. Worship brother Joe signing off. Brother Alex signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Thanks for bye tuning bye. in. Bye.